1: Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at
2: uh1.com. The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by Mick Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mick Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mick Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So, that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The share it with a friend deal, even if that friend is yourself.
1: Your McDonald's, your rules
2: Welcome to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. Joining me today is Jan Janais and Max Cohen from the Boot Room. In this episode, we're going to be analyzing the breaking news for Fulham, and that is the two-season loan signing of Andre Scherler from Borussia Dortmund. This is huge news, and I look forward to discussing it with my co-host. But before I do anything, I have to welcome them both back to the show. First, Mr. Janaeus, how are you doing? Didn't I just talk to you?
1: Yes, you did about twenty-four hours ago, actually, and I said we might we might end up having to do another show today. And and this well, is here we go. Going to be a, well, there you go, and it's a famous show because if I'm not mistaken, and I know Fulham fans will help me out, this yeah. will be the first time we've ever signed a player who has an umlaut in his name. Very interesting. I think I think that I think that's what I I we'd have to go back and I'm think into how many Germans have, have played for us over the years, but I I. Fairly certain he's the first one with an umlaut. So surely it's great to have him here and um it's it's exciting time. This is great. I mean who would oh, to so Tommy Trinder. this is this is just um this is bringing out the best in all of us. What a great
2: time to be a Fulham fan. It is, and that's why I'm so happy that uh the three of us can do this show together. Mr. Cohen, how are you doing? I, I'm sure you're in a good spirits right now.
0: I'm with Giannis, I'm, I'm on Cloud Nine right now to get a World Cup winner at Fulham at just a couple of weeks after we got a player who's linked with Barcelona. And then just a couple of days after we got a keeper who made the Champions League knockout rounds. just this is last season. It's great. I mean, the, the type of players we're attracting is superb. Oh, it's
2: fantastic. And hats
0: off again to the ambition the club is showing. Absolutely. As, as I said earlier, you haven't heard a word from Slovisia Kanovic, and that's a nope. great thing. And we that's we talked continue. about that. Yeah, we talked about it. Exactly.
2: Now, this is all great, guys, and I look forward to talking... To both of you about Sherla and uh, Giannis, I'm going to start with you to get your opening thoughts. But the first thing I want to talk to you about is that you and I talked about this on a prior show when uh, the Seri signing happened. And you said to me, you said there could be other signings like this. So I'm, I'm going to ask you your opening thoughts, but do you see this as a similar signing to Seri?
1: I think, I think it's a different
2: one because the, the Sherla one is uh, – is
1: interesting because it's a two-year loan and you very rarely hear about that that's right um which i think is, is good news uh, i think clearly he needed um a different change of atmosphere from, from from dortmund it wasn't quite working out from over there um sorry we've had to pay a lot of money for but it's a it's a clever signing because it's loan simply because it's going to open up some more money in terms of um opening up the checkbook and I, I have to I have to confess when I, one of the things that I think of when I, I hear these signings is that is our, our our friend Mr Bellend Mark Hughes, who once um, <laughs> referred to us as the club of you know you know he left Fulham and yes I do bear grudges and so do a lot of Fulham fans uh, about uh, we weren't a club of ambition he can shove it up his ass right now because right <laughs> now if you look at South African and the budget that they've got. Yeah. compared to what we're doing now, you must be salivating, salivating in the valleys for this one. Yeah. And, and notwithstanding, of course, we'll have the money to buy Matt Target if we want him, and others like it. I think this is, I think we've got, I mean, Mitro could be coming, uh, Alfie uh, um, um, Alfie Mawson might be coming, Lopez might be coming. There's, a, there's, there's, there's just a ton of stuff out there. And where there's smoke, there's fire. And I think it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. And I'm just thinking of Mark Hughes, Sitting there you know in his comfortable chair down at St. Mary's, lamenting him at the fact that he could have been an <laughs> like like us I think it's I think it's brilliant Andre Shirler, what a fantastic signing that is, and um it, it you look at what us and wolves have done, Russ I mean yeah. wolves have made some super signings. Talk about the new boys making some statements, and meanwhile, down in the valleys again, Cardiff City have signed a couple <laughs> of local milkmen. Uh, somebody works for Asda and um, maybe a couple of street cleaners as well. I mean, and yet we've all got promoted. There's ownership with intent, with intent,
2: ownership without intent. And the cars have shown their intent. Absolutely. It just shows the differences between Fulham and Carter city. We've talked about that. And uh, it's an extreme difference. One team looks like they're building for the championship next season, like they're expecting to go down. That's the way it feels like to me. I know that's not their intent. They obviously want to stay in the league, but they're building a team that uh, is full of championship players. Best of luck to them. Fulham uh, have a different type of intent, and it looks like to compete in the Premier League, and that's what I want, and they're showing that. All right, Max, over to you. I want to get your opening thoughts, but before I do, I want to share some quotes to you from Andre Scherl. This is on the Fulham website from um, the article talking about his signing, so I'm just going to share this with you and then get your thoughts on what he has to share here and also your opening thoughts this is what Andre Schurler shared to Fulham FC TV quote I'm so happy to be here I can't wait to get started Fulham were the first club that showed interest in me that was something that I appreciated a lot and one of the reasons I wanted to come here I love ball possession I love attacking and I love making runs so I think it could be perfect I have to fight for my place, and I have to show my quality so that I can be a member who really helps the team. Very interesting quotes from Andre Sherlock. He sounds like a team type of player, which is very interesting. And uh sounds like to me he sees this as a fit. What are your thoughts about what Andre Sherlock said to Fulham FC TV and your opening thoughts? Yeah, the quote that really jumped out to me was when he talked about him
0: knowing Fulham having the reputation as a ball-playing team, as an attacking yeah. team. And that just makes you realize, listen, Fulham is a big destination right now. And I know it's hard. It's, it's, it might be difficult for me to realize and for some of the supporters to realize, considering we just got promoted. But when you see players of Sherlock's quality, of Sarri's quality, of Fabri's quality, joining the team and saying, listen, this is a team that we know about, that we're excited to play for, that just shows, I think, how, how well we've done. um in really showcasing ourselves in the transfer market. Players aren't just joining us you know, as, as just, oh, I want to be in the Premier League. I see this team as like a stepping stone to a bigger club. Fulham, pe- people are joining Fulham to play for Fulham. That's I right. Think that's actually a really exciting prospect. And I love what Sherla said because he had the perfect blend of showing he did his homework and he knows exactly who he's signing for. And also mm-hmm. saying, listen, I still have to fight for my place. I don't think I'm going to be a nailed-down right. starter. I'm not just going to walk into the team, but I'm going to contribute to the team. Um, and it's exciting because the right wing position, which is, I think we'll talk about this a little bit later, but I think yeah, it's a real play for us. The right wing position had been a question mark, not only in the offseason, but all of last season, basically. There was never one guaranteed player. And towards the end of the season, it was Abubigar Kamara who really came on strong and, and made a case. But I think we can all agree that Andre Scherl is a much more polished player, a player who's played in the Premier League, played in the Champions League, played in the Bundesliga, played in the World Cup and to have a player of his quality, of his experience, uh, to be part of our three, three-man three attack, that's just a really exciting uh, prospect to look forward to.
2: It is, Max, and uh, I look forward to uh, seeing him in a foam shirt. Obviously, I, I've seen that already on the uh, foam website, but I'm talking about actually playing <laughs> f- for the club and seeing how it all fits, and we're going to talk about that in just a bit. But, Yanis, back over to you. Again, I wanted to read this quote from um, Andre Schroer, because I, I found it a little bit telling. If I'm reading between the lines, that he's coming in here, he's feeling like he wants to be a member of the team, but he also sees, like Max said, that we're a possession-based style football club, and he wants to be a part of it, and he, it could be a fit for him. So what are your thoughts about what he shared here? Well, I
1: think he came He came to the club because he wanted to play with Shea Ojo. <laughs> um, yeah, funny that isn't it? Sheo joke. Good God in heaven. Now, now I'm beginning to cringe at that one. Um I think what Max said was great, but there's something something else that sort of caught me a little bit when he said, um, and I thought this is maybe even bigger credit to the ownership when he said that the first club that came knocking was Fulham. That that's which right. Which I thought, great. I mean, that's talk Initiative. about yeah, an opportunity or what? Brilliant. Yeah, I mean that's you know the cards have obviously spotted that, and um, he's look. He's, a, he's an intelligent. was an intelligent player for Chelsea. And he lost his way a little bit, but he's still only twenty seven years of age, and um, although Boo Boo can do his, will be able to do his job in his own little way. He's a diff- provides a different kind of player, but um, Shirley is a good player in terms of moving in the pockets. Uh, the only thing will be for me, he has a tendency to play on the left and cut inside on the right. I'm wondering if maybe. Um, one of the possibilities is him playing on the left and and slotting Cess back to left back. I don't know. I mean, it it'll all depend in terms of the signings that come in the next sure. seventeen days or so. But talk about sending a message to the rest of Premier League that um, we're not here to make up numbers. And it's great that f- players are recognising, you know, the sort of club that we've ha- they have here. We have here that um, um, they're not saying, well, I'm coming to Fulham because McCormack played here and so did Corley Woodrow. <laughs> <laughs> the coming here because we've got a quality lineup and Slovis has done a fantastic job and um, we've gained a reputation internationally now and that's attracting really good players and that, and there's nothing, it's nothing but good for that.
2: Absolutely. And, and Giannis, i want to go right back to before we talk about the business of the deal, because it's a two season loan. Again, uh, he left uh, Chelsea, he, he went to Wolfsburg, I believe had, had a very good season at Wolfsburg, but has had two seasons at, um, Barucha Dortmund, that I believe he's been dealing with some injuries, so he hasn't been at the level that probably was at at Chelsea. Does that concern you at all? No, because um,
1: the one thing I think we've learned from the Mitroglou issue is that uh, the club really needs to stake its claim and reputation on due diligence of players coming in. And, you know, I'm not going to be one of those that will crap on metrogly because he came to the club hurt right i think a quality player but he just he was injured and you can't do anything with a three-legged horse so um there's obviously a conviction now that he is fit uh and that he is ready and there are no injuries he's passed the famous fulham seven-year medical (laughs) so which is great and um you know it they, they obviously theylovvi will be very happy by this but but knowing of course they're going to be more signings and there have to be more signings for sure okay. but the quality of the signings are the things that you know it's not like we're picking up i mean i can't say loan signings he is a loan signing but he's a very very high profile loan signing
2: absolutely the
1: we're getting are good players and starters fabric starter le marchand starter a Serie, a starter so these are players that can slot into the lineup you know, at a drop of a hat, which is great. And that shows the intent. Now, um, I wish, well, I mean, I hope Schiller does well. Um, he's got a lot of pedigree and he's got a lot of experience and he's won an awful lot. Uh, but it doesn't worry me. I, I, I trust the club now that we learned from the Metrogly disaster that, you know, we'll make sure the T's and the I's are crossed and dotted and and that he comes in fit and able to contribute straight away because we're going to need him to, to, to hit, we need to hit the ground running against Palace.
2: Okay, excellent, Yanis, and uh, very good points by you. And I'm glad that you looked at the uh, line there, t- talking about that uh, that Fulham really went after him first. Really, really, were trying to get to him first, showing initiative and and showing intent and shooting high. The, the, this has been the theme for me. They're not shying away from shooting high, looking at high quality players. That you know they're not looking at it as well. We just are coming back to the Premier League. You know we could be in a relegation battle. We just need to survive. They're not approaching it that way, and that's why I think partially you're seeing some of these players come here. It's because they're they have this attitude that we're gonna compete, and it's probably being shown to these players and that that could also help their decision to come to phone because the owners and and the members of F are letting them know what their intent is and uh Again, it's it, it's all encouraging. I, you know, I'm just so encouraged by the quality player that they're trying to bring and actually able to get. And this is, for me, another great player to get. All right, guys, let's now talk about the deal. It's a two-season loan, which is unusual, but I, I actually like the deal. Max, I want to get your thoughts on this because when I was thinking about it before, And I was looking at, you know, I was checking transfer market, what his value was. I'm thinking, oh, how much is this going to cost? Can they make this happen? And I like the fact that they only have two loans. Why not use it on one high-profile player on a loan? And for two seasons, I think this is a win-win. I think this is wonderful for the club and also for the player. You know, he's going to be at Fulham for two seasons now. Financially, I think it's a good situation for Fulham. I want to get your thoughts on the deal.
0: I'm with you absolutely there, Russ. The two year
2: loan has all
0: um, the, the as all the none of the risk of a permanent transfer. Correct. With all exact and, and it has all the benefits it's all upside. Exactly, and all the benefits of almost a permanent deal. Because right. it's not out of the question to sign a two year deal for a player who's twenty seven. So it's an, essentially we're basically signing him for two years. He's our player. But we're not paying any big transfer fee for him. We're paying his wages, sure. But listen, if it doesn't work out, it's not the end of the world. It's not going to be like a Matrago situation like you guys mentioned earlier. We're not going to be associated with that big transfer fee. He's not going to have the pressure of that, oh, whatever, 25 million pound, 20 million pound fee looming over him. Um, but he's still going to be with us for two seasons. So That's it's right. not just going to be a one-time short-term loan. And, you, and you, you mentioned earlier, you don't really see many two-year loans um, no. in football nowadays which is another uh, point where you have to give a lot of credit to Tony Khan and the recruitment team, because I think it's a brilliant deal. He's 27 years old. He's supposedly going to reach the peak of his talents. He's a player who struggled with injury in the past couple of seasons, struggled to really start week in, week out. At Fulham, I think he will start week in, week out. And it's the perfect opportunity for him to regain his form, because he's a World Cup winner. You know, he starred for Germany when they won in 2014, and that was four years ago. And he had a bit of a drop off in play i'd say since that peak but as you've seen i think through his comments through his posts on social media he's very excited to get started he sees this as opportunity i think to build himself back up to where he was previously and a two-year loan deal um probably at the end of the two years if it goes well i don't see why he wouldn't sign for us um and i think it's just a win-win for all involved
2: i totally agree and uh Giannis, over to you. I, I think Max brought up a, a good point in all this, talking about the upside. This is, for me, incredible upside. He's coming to foam without some heavy price tag. He can just come and play, and he knows he's going to be a foam for two seasons. And I just see this as taking that burden off. He's just coming to be a foam player, and maybe that's also part of why I read those comments. He's talking about being a member of the team because he doesn't have that weight of – some big price tag over his head. He's just coming to play.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. There is no pressure. And, um, except for the, uh, rebuilding of his, um, you know, international reputation and, right. and, and club reputation. And, uh, you know, he's, he's got a lot of experience in England with, 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 uh, Chelsea. He's actually scored a hat-trick against us once at the cottage. I remember, and, um, you know, yeah. So I remember that game as well. So, um, I think uh, I think it's I think it's great. I think it, I think it's I think it's great, and um, it's we might, I don't know if there's going to be another one of those. There might be, um, but with 17 days to go, we're in really really good shape now in terms of of um, the upside, and and um, you know, and we're going to get we're also going to get exits as well. I mean, you said before the show that the um, the, the re-signing of Marek Rodak and then loaning him yes. out to Rotherham yes. United, where he had a fantastic season last year. And Rotherham are delighted to have him back on loan. And we're obviously delighted to send him there because it's talk about fantastic development f- for the kid. Um, it's, it's great for us now because we've managed to secure him for several more years. That's right. Um, That's right. So there's also, you know, uh, there's going to be a lot more movement um, from now to the transfer deadline, but the ones that we seem to be getting now um, that we seem to be involved in a huge ones. So, which is great.
2: Absolutely. And, I'm glad that you mentioned Marek Rodak. I want to wish him the best of luck at Rotherham United as he goes out alone and signs a new deal with Fulham. So congratulations to him. All right, Giannis, let's now talk about the player. Where does he fit in Fulham's system? So let's now have a conversation about that. And uh, I've been giving this a lot of thought, thinking about where Andre Scherler can play. What does this also mean? We've already talked a little bit about Ryan Session. Does this change his position? What does this mean? So, I want to get your thoughts and then I'll go to Max. Where do you think he is initially going to play?
1: As of now, I would, I actually would suspect he would play on the left. But I, I think that with over two weeks to go, I think the whole situation will change. Where we're at now, um, because if Mitro signs, um, then I, I mean, then. The, you could be looking at Sess on the left and Shola on the right, but then if we get another striker in, it might change the balance altogether. It, a lot is going to depend on where Slava wants to play Sess. I think he okay. wants to push him up the pitch. But if you're asking in terms of where Shola's most effective position be, I think it'd be on the left. But are you going to usurp Sess on the left? The answer is no. Do you want to really push Sess to left back? I'd say no. So the right-hand side. I think he's one of those players that, that the, the words, he, what he's telling us is, boss, I'll play wherever you want me to do. Right. Wherever you need me to do, I'll do the job. And I think, and ultimately that's that's what you want. And and I look at the, you know, and I'm, I'm sure I'll get torched for this, but so be it. I look at players like Scherler, maybe playing on the right-hand side. And I look at the upgrading and I think of players that I'm hoping to see less of this year, a lot less, like Floyd Aite. Because, you know, with the greatest of respect, um, you really need the upgrades, but you need the durability. Now, providing Shirley's fit, it's great. I eat a injury woes and no, and I'm, and I'm not, I said, you know, you know that I'm not the greatest fan. I so,
2: know.
1: Um, <laughs> yes, you know. And, you know, I, I just, and you I don't think, hide it. Yeah, it's, no, I don't. I just, <laughs> I don't to, me, to me, one of the biggest, the biggest reasons we had such a great end of the year was Bubu because we suddenly we had somebody that was really willing to bow through players but somebody was also willing to to fill a role and, and and your perfect team player that you really wanted to bat for and you know for me Bubu is ahead of Aite in, in in the pecking order so and if we pick up more players Aite may not even be a full-on player this season and let's not forget we've got players like naskins Cabana as well Right. So you know, a lot's going to happen. I, I, was, I was talking to someone a few days ago, just online. You know, um, Ibrahim Asise and Marcelo Jawa. I mean, they've played preseason games. Maybe have they up their level in terms of um, you know um, availability for the team? Maybe they've raised their profile uh, in terms of uh, trustability from Slava. Um, not sure, but I think going to be a lot of changes. So back to your original premise about Scherler, Um Naturally, he'd be on the left. I think he's going to be on the right. But with signings imminent, that think could all good change.
2: It. Yeah. Okay, very interesting there. Yeah, that's all right. Max, I want your thoughts on this. I also want to share some information from com on characteristics of Andre Sherla because I find them interesting. I'll just read them to you and you can chime in on, on those. Uh, com gives strengths to Andre Sherla. Very strong at key passes, dribbling, finishing. Strong at crossing, through balls, and passing. This is all excellent style of play. Likes to cut inside. Likes to dribble. Only weakness, discipline. Find that interesting. Okay, Max, your thoughts on, if you want to chime in about what I just shared for characteristics of Andre Scherl, feel free to. And also, where does he fit to you? Giannis already gave his thoughts on it. How about you?
0: Yeah, just like you two, I've given a lot of thought to where Sherlock will fit in because it's not an easy, uh, clean fit considering you have the two. Yeah, exactly. And the two um, competing aspects here, you have what you just read out, which is he loves to cut in from the left onto his favorite right foot. And the fact that he's played left wing for the majority um, of his 400 career appearances, uh, according to transfer mark, he's played 150 of those on the left wing. So that's clearly his favorite position. Right. However, I think he can operate as an effective right-winger, and that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to say, listen, he's going to play right-wing for the main point that Slavicia Kamich is not going to move Ryan Sessignon from that left-wing position. If there's any player on the Fulham team who's as close to untouchable, I'd say it's Tim Ream, Tom Kearney, and Ryan Sessignon, and those players are not going to move from their positions. Uh, Sessignon is going to play left-wing. I think that's pretty much certain. And I think Sherlock, although he hasn't played right-wing for around a season and a half now, I think he can be very effective there. And I'm looking at his stats um, also on transfermark.com. And back in 2013-14, his most successful season with Chelsea, he okay. played 10 appearances on the right wing. And of those 10 matches, he scored seven goals and had one wow. assist. And, and that's a great um, goal-to-appearance ratio. That's pretty superb. And although that's kind of the last time he's played double digits on the right wing in the season, I think he can still be very effective from that position. And I imagine the front three will be Cessna on the left. Mitra up top, and Sherlock on the right. And let's be honest, that is a top-quality strike force. It is. I think most teams in the Premier League will be very happy to have that.
2: It is, Max. It's funny. Uh, you were just talking about his time at Chelsea. I watched a YouTube video, and we're probably all watching YouTube videos of, of all players. And I watched all of his goals with Chelsea. Unfortunately, I had to see the uh, three against Fulham, which didn't make me happy. But I'm glad that you talked about uh goals he scored on the right because he did and uh, and I watched his time at Wolfsburg too I watched a bunch of videos and, and it was good to see you know just to get a taste of uh, what we're getting I, I've watched him over the years but I've been concentrated on in the championship so I haven't really kept up to date as much as uh, I probably would have if we were in the Premier League and and he was still in the Premier League I, I would be watching more of Andre sherlock but again uh, what I remember of him and and what I what I've learned about him, what I've seen about him, I think it could potentially be a great fit, Max. And, uh, you know, and this goes back to what what I said to So I want your thoughts on this because when we brought in, Sari, Yanis and I did have the conversation. We already talked about it. And Yanis really thought that there would be other shoes to drop, other players coming in, maybe not on the same level, Sari, but but similar types of players that have very good ability. So. Do you see the signing of um similar similar to Seri on, on a level of um being able to help the club or do you see him a step below or a step above? I
0: think it's in the same vein as the Seri signing. I think the Seri signing might have um set off the domino effect. Whereas let's let's see, let's remember was, yeah yeah he was our first signing of the summer. So for a player of his quality to be the first signing that sends out the domino effect to other players. Listen, now they have a guy like Jean-Michel Seri Let's go in, let's play for Fulham. I want to play with the team that has players of that quality. And yeah. I think Shirla signing, I think he's up in the exact same level of quality with Surrey. I think there are two players who have the ability to play European football, who know what it's like to be challenging towards the top end of the table in European leagues. I put him in the same quality with Suri. Um, so I think when you have players like that signing, that sends a message to other transfer targets. Maybe it's Lopez and maybe it's Mbabu. Um, maybe it's another center back. Maybe it's Alfie Mawson, for example. And they say, right. well, look at Fulham. Fulham are doing great business. And not only is this great business for a promoted club, I think clubs across the Premier League are looking at this and saying, well, hold on. Look, at, look what Fulham and also Wolves are doing. I right. see Newcastle fans are marking this. I seen Southampton fans as well saying, um, and, t- and teams of that nature, you know, kind of bottom half, middle of the Premier League are saying, Fulham and Wolves are having an amazing transfer window. And that I'm sure that how players in, in that position as well are, are saying the same thing. And that just leads to an effect of where they see these transfers happening. They see the good business happening. And I say, I want to be a part of that project that's at right. Craven Cottage.
2: Right. And that's been my point, Max. That's why when I looked at the Ceri deal, I thought that other players would want to come. And we're already seeing that. And that's what's wonderful. I, I don't know if it's because he came, but it just gives other players a signal that maybe we should be checking out for And now you have a quality signing of Andre Schroer. We also have Fabry, and we potentially have more to come. And, And that's going to lead to one final topic for just a few minutes. I want to go to both of you. Bonus topic. Max, I'll go to you first. How many more players do you think Fulham are going to bring in, and what are the positions? It's a good question. I see
0: another center back, another left back, a striker, and a center mid. So I think four more players are going to join Fulham. I think those are the big positions we need strengthening. I think one of them is going to be Mitrovic. And the yeah. other three are anyone's guess. But I think those are the positions where we're going to have players coming.
2: Okay. Giannis, over to you.
1: Oh, I think there will be six. Um, I would uh, – there'll be um, – I'm going to say five plus one. Uh, okay. The five will be um, competition for Cyrus Christie at right back. Okay. Um, another centre-back, two, a left-back, three, or a centre-back because Le, March- Le can actually play at left-back. Yep. Um, number four would be cover in terms of defensive central midfield if Cisse is gone. And another striker, Mitro. And the plus one would be a female badger to keep Billy company. <laughs> Cause the poor button has been lonely for years and I feel a little sorry oh, for him. You know, I feel a little bit sorry for him. You know, he's got to get some love here. So I think fallen football club should invest in a female badger. So oh. Billy and Bernadette, let's say Billy and Bernadette, okay. Bernadette in so that they can keep So five plus
2: one is what I'm looking at, Russ. Okay. Excellent guys. Fantastic show. Great show. I, I love doing shows like this, you know, that we can analyze, uh, a foam signing and uh, you guys did a great job. And, and uh, when we get more signings, we're going to have more shows like this. I'm expecting it because there's Where's still Mark work to be done. What was that? Where's Mark Fotheringham? <laughs> it's Ben Pringle. Oh, <laughs> <I'm> Ben <laughs> Pringle. Boy, we're really bringing them out right now. It must yeah, be way...
1: late. Corley Woodrow is probably gone now, though, because, because uh, sure. Andre Scherler has picked up his number 14 jersey, <laughs> which is <laughs> a, another talking Which and, and I don't think he did, did – um, did Woodrow – has he played any part in any preseason game so
2: far? I believe I think, he's yeah. been with the um academy. Under 23s yeah. in, uh, in Portugal,
0: I think. Yeah, so he's I think he's clearly off. I actually I actually remarked on that, Giannis. It's a good point because he's been completely anonymous. Yeah, uh, And he really had a tough time it at Bristol City. He only scored two goals all season. Um, he's he's a goner. I think that's fair to say.
1: Yeah, yeah I think so. Maybe he's going to be looking at. Um, he he could be he could be a good a, a decent pickup in terms of a depth striker, maybe at Championship level or maybe yeah. a starter at League One. I wish him well. I do like Collies. It, it, it seems to, you know, the problem is for strikers. What what is the what is the um what is the acid test of your effectiveness? Is the ability to stick a ball in the net? Right, and um, he's old a hard-working striker, but you just can't score. And that's – you know, I was hoping he'd score some goals for Bristol City last year. He scored a few for – he scored a few for Burton Albion the year before in that loan period, but it didn't quite work according to the plan down at Ashton Gate last year. So – um but um as for Mark Fotheringham. Is he still playing, by the way? I don't like know. I should check that, you know. <laughs> let's, let's hope,
0: for fans all across the football league and possibly the non-league as well, let's hope – okay – He's not playing. He's the player assistant manager of Cowden Beth. to no idea what team that
1: is. Oh, so, so Scottish, yeah, oh he's yeah. in Scotland. He's in the
0: FPFL. There okay, you go. Right. <laughs> there okay you that's go.
1: I think that's Scottish uh Scottish second division. He's yeah. a yeah. player. Good God in heaven. <laughs> Good God oh, in heaven. Boy. My god, I couldn't, I don't, I can't believe that we've managed to speak about Mark Fotheringham and Andre Sherla in the same show. I was
2: thinking the same thing. You read my mind. I was going to say, how can we end the show talking about Mark Fotheringham after starting the show talking about Andre Sherla, Giannis? How did, we, how did we get here? You brought us here. Anyways.
1: Well, I, I do remember that he was one of Felix's little cats that he brought in. Oh, boy. And going I mean, back to Felix, too.
2: Can we forget oh, about him, Felix, too? Yeah.
1: And, he was, and remember, we saw him, and I thought, oh, my God, this guy's awful. He's, he might be the worst player since Gavin Nibbling, and that's
2: and that. And now we're really stretching it. Oh, yeah. But he you was actually bringing, was worse. You were bringing back some bad memories. How about pajamas? Yeah. Why don't we talk about him too? But yeah, oh, Gavin <laughs> Nebling.
0: <laughs> but the connection with Magat and Sherla is actually quite funny because I saw on, on Twitter earlier today a Fulham fan, who's a journalist in Germany, said yeah. when he told people in Germany he's a Fulham supporter, their initial reaction was, "Ha ha, that's a club of Felix Magat." Now it might be that's the club of Andre Schurrle, and that's, that's a right. pretty big step
2: up. A huge step up. That's a huge <laughs> oh,
1: step God. up. And it's proof positive that you can be an excellent player, but you can be you can be a a, a weird coach. Felix Magath was a very very fine international player. He really was. But right. but um, it's like look at look at Mourinho. Mourinho, Sir Alex Ferguson um Pep Guardiola. These weren't these weren't incredible players, but they've turned out to be incredible managers. So it just sometimes you don't make that. So for all we know, Fotheringham will end up being the bloody next Scottish manager. Mind you, that's not saying I like.
2: There you go. (laughs) Okay. Well, listen. Let's wrap this up because we're having a very weird ending to the show. Time about Mark Fotheringham. So let's uh let's end this episode of Clash. guys. Thank you so much for joining me. But it is time to go. For Yash, Anais, and Max Cohen from The Boot Room, I'm Russ Goldman. Thank you, as always, for listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute, and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDucket share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18-plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms supply, see McDonald's.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.